0: Another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantis. My co-host is Bricky, and we're going to be going over some just ridiculous... Ridiculous Warhammer 40k lore today. But before we do, uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, head over to the Patreon and consider supporting us. Uh, you can get access to the Discord, uh, all of our wonderful, wonderful posters at the $15 tier. Uh, when we hit 17k on the Patreon, we will be delving into that fan theory about the Dornian heresy that everybody apparently wants us to do. So, yeah, if you want to see that, patreon.com slash Uh, Adeptus Ridiculous and Bricky will tell you about all the other fun stuff that you need to know about I
1: guess Uh, he he guesses hi guys it's me Bricky go look at the merch it's in Orchidate.com down below very good book club is the first heretic that's coming out this week in like four days after this episode comes out make sure you finish that but I'm not going to talk about any more things because I have an ad for you roll it shy hi there it's me Bricky guy on podcast thing Did you know that Lorgar is bald? Is Lorgar evil? Yes. Yes, he is. If Lorgar had our sponsor, Keeps, he would no longer be evil. Keeps is a service that will allow you to fight hair loss at its core, because two out of three men tend to experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Lorgar was no exception. Keeps allows you to set up a routine that works for you, have all of your hair loss treatment delivered straight to your door, and has 24-7 care and support. When it comes to hair loss, being preventative is the number one most important step. So, Check out Keeps down in the description at keepscom AdRick to get fifty percent off your first order. Go ahead and click the link in the description. And thank you once again for sponsoring our episode. This is actually really good timing considering the episode, because see DK still doesn't know what today's episode is about, but it's solid timing in, in terms of the of the type of ad we got going on. DK, are mm-hmm. you are you are you ready? Are you ready for your quote?
0: Nope. I don't think I'm ever ready for my quote, Um, but damn it, I'll
1: try. I'll dread it, you know, run from it. Yeah. It's going to arrive. All right. Quote, the difference between gods and demons largely depends upon where one is standing at the time.
0: Is that that the quote?
1: That's the quote, yeah. That's got to be some word bear shit. Bro, we're literally reading about word bears right now. I know,
0: I know. That's 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 why, and that's like the 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 whole shtick, right? Is is you know, um. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil stuff that happens in the book.
1: Wait, I'm sorry. Do you think I'm so lazy that we're just gonna cover goddamn Lorgar before the book club about Lorgar? Yeah. Well, you're right. Today's an episode about Lorgar.
0: Let's go! I knew it. <laughs> ah! Uh, Yes, especially since you were like, oh, yeah, the timing on this is pretty good considering the ad we got and uh, first heretic. I was like, you know, and that's that is definitely a very like the difference between gods and demons. It's like, yo, that is literally Lorgar's uh, big strife. And uh, the big turning point in that book is when he's like, oh, hey, the old ways. (laughs) There's a little something to him.
1: There's a there's a little bit going on there. Uh, actually, the reason it was a solid time for the ad is because the ad keeps is a hair loss company, and Lorgar's bald as shit. Oh, that was <laughs> didn't, that. Was, I, I didn't even make
0: that connection.
1: <laughs> I even mentioned it in because okay, so we, we always film the I film the ads like separately, and then we put it in the episode for our viewers who don't know that. And mm. so you don't realize that during the ad, I'm literally like, man, Lorgar is evil, probably because he's bald. So that's Damn. why you need our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> damn all right okay okay it's, it's shenanigans anyway yes so this is going to be a, a two weeks of word bearers honestly we're gonna have lorgar today and then the book club will be at the end of this week and then we will have the word bearers overall episode the week after that so you're gonna get a you're gonna get ham-fisted in the face with some lorgar which i think is acceptable considering uh, the fact that lorgar is um really likes to ham-fist his ideals in your face
0: yeah, sure. It's, well, it's Bible, Bible study, study week.
1: week. Let's go. <laughs> Lorgar. Lorgar Lorgar, Lor- Lorgar. Lorgar. Lorgar Aurelian. Primarch of the Word Bearers Legion. The 17th Legion as well. Lorgar. 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 Lorgar Aurelian. Also known as the Urizen. Which is uh Colchesian for wisest of the wise Ooh, and if we're talking Colchisian. about talking about Lorgar like we spoke uh, like we're talking in the book, we have to talk where well, Lorgar speaks much like this, like he is a very enlightened individual.
0: Mm-hmm. He's got a very uh, pious tone to him.
1: yeah he's, like pious, he's always right.
0: giving a sermon, yeah uh
1: side note, the first heretic is really fucking good. Oh yeah, it is. It is uh it is not a very happy book. Uh but Ooh. the first the first like third is pretty happy. It well
0: Oh really? Oh yeah, because you know The uh,
1: first five percent is not, but the next like twenty percent's okay.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say it starts off with Monarchia getting wrecked by ultramarines and, and all that. I was like, that is not a happy start at all.
1: No, it's not. And then Gilliman has this wonderful Is your tantrum over, Lorgar? <laughs> which makes me dislike and like Gilliman both at the same time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, Lorgar. So the biggest chunk of the first heretic book is the uh, raising of Monarchia all the way to the end of the pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I know that the sequel to that book, which is Betrayer, I believe then covers the uh, Battle of Kalth and the Shadow Crusade against the Ultramarines along with our big boy, Angron. Oh, yeah. Um, so, we uh, we will most likely uh, not cover a ton of the, uh, the pilgrimage of Lorgar. We'll cover a little bit of it, but since it's mainly in the book and it's the book club, we can just save that for the book club. Yeah, yeah. Because there's plenty to talk about. So, because of that, I really put a lot more effort in trying to understand Lorgar's... Raising, uh, and and a little bit of his interactions with other primarchs afterwards, because the book gets you a good amount of your boy boy Maggie. Yeah, Magnus gets a gets a little screen time. He does, uh, and he's yeah. uh he's he's kind of a bro.
0: He is. He definitely is. I I, I love the fact that uh, you know when uh, when they're done convening, Magnus is like, okay, I'm gonna teleport out here. See ya, and just
1: blows the entire <laughs> room apart.
0: <laughs> Lorgar's like I need to talk to Magnus about the dangers of uh, teleportation in small spaces.
1: He just like destroys this entire observatory. <laughs>
0: Everybody <laughs> comes in all Are you okay, Lorgar? And he's like, yeah, why wouldn't I be?
1: Like, oh, Idiot. Oops. So, Lorgar Aurelian, one obviously it's uh, more for the viewers not for you. Uh all of the Primarchs were created by the emperor and then were scattered across the galaxy by the chaos gods Lorgar ended up on the planet of Colchis uh, and we already know of Colchis a bit and is a uh, it is three times the size of Earth and spins way slower uh, it, it's there is most definitely the a heavy emphasis on like Middle Eastern Egyptian um but like not egyptian in the sense of like the pyramids and the thousand suns or the crons but yeah there, there's there's certainly a lot of like the uh more like i'd say i'd say a lot more arabic kind mm. of uh um pakistani a little bit of that going yeah, on sure. with with the the fact that the entire planet is a, hor- a horribly hot desert uh mm. and all of the uh well yeah modern e shy corrects me and says modern egypt is very much arabic but I'm, I'm trying to differ, differentiate them with, like, yeah. the Crons and the Thousand Suns that are very obviously, like, pyramids and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of their major cities are up by the water, you know, got the Nile, etc. Yeah,
0: um,
1: sure. So, he, when he arrives there, Colchis is already a very faithful planet. It's already a very religious planet. Mm-hmm. And he was found in his gestation capsule, capsule, cap- cap- uh, capsule, Um So, the ruling priesthood of this planet was known as the Covenant. This was the ruling uh, religious faction of Colchis. Lorgar was found by these desert outcasts, outcasts of the Covenant, known as the Declined. They just stumbled upon his capsule and uh, named him Lorgar, which means rain caller in uh, Colchisian okay um his his capsule
0: wasn't happen wasn't by chance floating in a river or something was it?
1: No, I think it was just in the desert,
0: okay, so they're not going too on the nose with sort of uh uh the uh I- imagery of oh we found we found this baby in in the river abandoned, maybe he is our savior, you know, ah uh, yes. The- they're yes. not going that on the nose with uh, Lorgar you, you, and his
1: uh his religious overtones. You know, I actually they said they found it. I, I don't know if they found it in the river or not. I'm not sure. I don't think it's specified desert. You know uh, from no, what I've GW, read. I bet yeah,
0: you, they did. Oh, I don't I worry, it they gets did.
1: it gets worse. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Don't you worry. So, seventeen days after his him being found, uh, he was already the size of a small child. You know, that's just the way oh, because marks on. yeah, they grow faster. Um, yeah. a me- another man named Cor Pharon, mm. which we know much yeah, of. We
0: know him, yeah.
1: Um, I also think he might take the cake for worst father.
0: <laughs> that is quite the prize to win in the universe of 40k. If you have the title of worst dad, oof.
1: I, I, he's definitely top five uh mortarian's father was not was pretty bad also yeah. um that, big he's e, a pretty terrible dad yeah big he's pretty terrible as well Th- there's some bad ones out there but uh yeah Corferon wow is he a piece of shit holy <laughs> christ um <laughs> literally you know the holy ghost etc um he was an exiled member of the covenant the religious faction yeah. Uh, he was exiled because he believed the covenant needed harsher and more aggressive conversion methods for oh, no. <laughs> for their their religious conclave.
0: Oh no!
1: So he was too cruel. Oh, um, he's
0: that guy. Oh no! He's that
1: guy. So oh, he shit. found Lorgar, and he was like, oh, "Okay, well, first to back this up, real quick, the covenant is a polytheistic religion." And it dedicates its focus on four entities Mm -hmm. known as the powers.
0: Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, I wonder who the powers are, eh?
1: Yeah. Gee, I wonder why there's only four. Hmm. Yeah. Four Mm. of
0: them. Four chaos guns. Mm. Yeah.
1: So the the entire planet worships chaos, but uh, under a much more benevolent kind of vision, you know? They don't really yeah. necessarily know that they're chaos gods, but mm-hmm. they know that they're the four powers. Yeah, so, they know
0: that they're deities. They just don't realize that they're chaos deities that want to eat all of humanity and
1: feed on them. Pretty much. Mm. So corferon believed that Lorgar had been blessed by the powers. So in order to take him in, he decided to murder the entire declined group that uh, found Lorgar. To cover up their identity and then took Lorgar in as his adoptive son.
0: Okay, yeah, he's he he does indeed sound like a giant piece of shit. You're right.
1: Oh, it's, it gets so much worse. Um so Corferon was consistently emotionally and physically abusive to Lorgar. Now, oh. I'm not quite sure how far he could be physically abusive to Lorgar, all things considered, because this yeah, he's fucking Lorgar. Yeah. But he was consistently emotionally abusive um he would he would often beat him he would often degrade him and uh he would in fact cons- so often emotionally uh, uh manipulate him to try to create a dependency on him
0: oh boy well, yeah you're right he is what a piece of shit dad yeah mm-hmm.
1: corferon wanted to to uh gaslight lorgar into uh believing that lorgar needed corferon Uh, in order to be around um now lorgar with his teachings he was very devout in his faith obviously Mm,
0: obviously yeah it's lorgar
1: but he believed that there was actually a singular god a one god that was the encapsulation of the pantheon and had like the four powers under it or he Mm -hmm. had bound the four powers under one God, now Corfearum thought this was heresy, and so would naturally abuse uh, Lorgar every time he brought this up. Sure, um, but he would also use Lorgar's immense skill and um, utilize his son in an attempt to take over the Covenant as well. Because uh, he wanted, because he hated the Covenant, because they kicked him out, because he was too sure. mean. Yeah. So much like Percarabo's dad, kind of utilized his skills for his own gain. So did, uh, so did Corphyrum. Um, Lorgar, uh, or sorry, Corferon uh, actually had a mutiny against him from the group. Uh, wow, they were what with. a
0: surprise that Corferon and his awful leadership ability and just abusing and killing anyone that. It's such a surprise that he would get a mutiny.
1: Huh. Oh, oh, that's even worse for the reason of the mutiny.
0: Oh, They mutinied
1: against Corferon because Cor told them to go beat Lorgar for a small transgression and they said no. Wow. He's like, go beat my son. He spilled the milk. And they were like, you know what? Fuck you, Corferon. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. I, <laughs> God damn it. No. No. I, we refuse. We're challenging you. <laughs> And then, because Lorgar has been emotionally manipulated this whole time, he was incredibly devout towards Corferon. So Lorgar murdered all of them.
0: Oh God! Yeah. Well, I I suppose knowing what we know from the book, it's like yeah, Lorgar is indeed devoutly loyal to Corferon and, and and sees him as like this really. Uh, he sees him as a good dad. He's he's very respectful and loyal to him, and and always listens to him. So yeah.
1: I, I really guess that lines
0: up and that's that sucks. That sucks.
1: They re- they really decided to go hard with the uh horribly overbearing <laughs> religious parents extreme on this one.
0: Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. For some reason I hadn't even made that connection, but it's like, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. That you see in like horror movies and yeah, oh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's okay. that's
1: no wire hangers ever. Um, Oh,
0: (laughs) no. Oh, (laughs) no. So
1: after uh, Lorgar saved Corferon's life, he actually started showing more affection towards Lorgar. He started appreciating him more. Yeah, shocking. Um, Eventually, Lorgar became an archpriest of the Covenant, and he was named by uh, Corferon as the Bearer of the Word. Hey! Hey! They create a new kind of uh, conclave of religious... Like zealots known as the God Sworn. Uh, because okay. it was the well, I guess, the singular god, but basically they freed a whole bunch of slaves across cultus and they marched them up to the capital, which uh I'm it's escaping me the name of the capital, but they, they go to it in the book. Uh crap. I actually forget what the name of the of the main capital was. It's obviously not Monarchia, it's uh
0: Oh yeah. Veradesh. It's so hard to remember some of these names in 40k. Like there, there, there's, there's a lot.
1: It's uh, it's Veradesh. That was the one. Mm. Um, so he marched up to the capital. He had this giant sermon at the bottom of the gates. Then they opened the gates and gave him like the heads of all the the ruling class and was like, "We agree with you. Okay, come on in, Lorgar." <laughs> Shock- wow! No way that that worked. It, w- it worked. It's like it I am. He, he was just on the ground, just giving a fiery sermon, and people were seeing this Primarch like, "Oh my good god, we believe you." So he eventually became the new ruling member of the Covenant, with uh, corferon as his uh, high priest as well. So Lorgar, Master of Cultures, Corpheron, High Priest, and they went over taking over the rest of the planet naturally because that's what all the Primarchs did of to course. one to the final yeah. city. The final city, named G- uh, G- oh fuck. Um, <laughs> G- Gahevarla, Jesus. Uh, it had an <laughs> artifact from the Age Technology called a Storm Generator, which was a giant raging lightning storm around the city to, p- to protect them. So naturally, in His Majesty, Lorgar walked up to it and parted the storm. Oh, wow. and his his army went through the gap of the storm he parted and took over the city
0: okay i mean hey you know at least they they didn't have him you know part the part the sea i guess you know at least he didn't part the red sea and you know but yeah okay okay i mean he he is the pious religious uh you know savior image so, I I know, I can't I, even. I, I guess I get it, but man, that's really on the nose.
1: I I can't even say at least. Like that's that's too much. I'm like, right yeah. there. That's that's dumb. That's it's, so it's, dumb.
0: It's 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 too much. GW, just tone it. Be a little more subtle, eh?
1: just a teensy bit.
0: Just a teensy bit more subtle.
1: So, uh, anywho, after that, Lorgar eventually revealed to the populace that he had this belief in this one god. Which uh, did not go very well with the populace, no, uh, who I believed bad. in the old ways, naturally. Mm-hmm. So he had to spend a decent amount of time putting out civil wars and problems of that nature. But Corferon also confided in Lorga. He was like, hey, listen, I, I still kind of believe in the old ways and the four gods. But I, I believe that, this, that the one god is like the strongest of their number, etc. Right. Like I, I, I'm, I'm meeting a halfway yeah. son I've abused. Uh, so eventually you know uh, Lorgar is like the coming of the emperor will be eventually he was the one god the emperor came and Lorgar Mm -hmm. said oh my goodness I was right oh yes
0: god does exist I was
1: right the whole time my faith my faith has been tested and I have been the victor damn um so so when the emperor arrives, the first thing he does is like get to a knee. He's like, "Oh yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent. Here we are. I'm I'm here. I'm here for you. Yep, yep, yep. Uh,
0: yep. I'm I'm surprised the emperor even needed to say anything. He probably showed up and Lorgar was already on his knees, hands clasped in prayer, and whatever
1: you wish, my king. And Then you uh, constantly refer to him as a god, and everyone's like, stop that, and, and uh, it's like whatever you say, God.
0: I will do as you say, God. Stop calling me God. As you well, wish, God.
1: As you wish, God. As you wish, divine being. Don't call me that either. Uh, okay, ge- okay, Jesus. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> You're making you mean, me mad! I'm gonna burn down your spaghetti city.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna burn down to your monarchia.
1: Hey, hey, Gilliman's hey. gonna be standing there. He's gonna be like, what up, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, the Emperor arrives, you know, he gives him his legion, the time, uh, I believe his original legion's name, uh, I actually don't remember his original legion's name, it was, um, you know, you know, there's a, there's a gap in my knowledge, let's, uh, no, Bricky not knowing something, it's never been heard of before, I think it was the Imperial something, Imperial Heralds, Shy says, Uh, no, that's, uh, that's Herald Worldclaimer. <laughs> Got him.
0: Love it. Love Got him. It. <laughs> just imagining that raptor with the spear and just Harold's face. Just... <laughs> All
1: right. Um. So yeah, the Imperial heralds originally. My bad. Uh, so obviously, then he kind of goes on out with some of his newest Astartes. He can't necessarily have Corferon become an Astartes via regular means so he has him massively altered with tons and tons and tons of bionics and things like that almost kind Mm. of not necessarily custodian those are more like made in test tubes but um he he allows him to wear the astarys are and become a powerful astarys and stuff through the use of massive bionic modifications as opposed to a genuine um like procedure
0: I I didn't realize that you could just take an adult and like put him in ceramite and and, and buy it like uh make them a pseudo Astardis like that.
1: I, I know that it did it wasn't easy and they had they spent a good amount of time and money and effort doing all this shit for him. Okay. Um, I'm assuming it's not cheap whatsoever either. Yeah, it's it's and, not a
0: very commonplace thing to do. No, that absolutely not. Yeah. Um,
1: during this time of course There was also this one guy You may even know him his name is Erebus
0: You son of a bitch
1: Now <laughs> Do you do you remember how Erebus Was named Erebus
0: Oh shit I remember you told me But I gotta be honest with you I don't remember
1: So Erebus as a kid Was always just like a piece of shit He was just a troublemaker kid it's Just what he was like there's just some bad eggs Makes sense. He was just a bad egg, and his parents would always scold him and say, "Hey, why couldn't you be more like that good kid over there, Erebus?" So Erebus oh. took that literally, went up and strangled the kid to death, and then um, decided to get his facial tattoos of the dead kid on his own face, and then took the name Erebus. Wow.
0: What an absolute shitbag. bag. He
1: he's just he's full stop
0: yeah full stop shitbag awful
1: so Erebus maintained his belief with the powers the four chaos gods even when Lorgar was taking over stuff and he kind of just stood in the background very kind of quietly had his own faith and stuff and didn't really believe in Lorgar's one god deal uh and even when when he joins the legion eventually as his first and uh lead chaplain you know he was really there to subvert Lorgar the whole time to in the belief of the of the Chaos Gods. Yep, that makes sense. Because yeah, he believes like
0: a very Erebus thing to do, sure.
1: Yeah, because he believes in the Chaos Gods. That's his faith. He believes yep. that he believes in the gods. Like he's he wants people other people to believe in the in the Chaos Gods as well. Mm-hmm. So uh the Great Crusade arrives, and Lorgar is particularly bad at it. Yep, sure mm-hmm. is. Because he, he's not a big fan of, I'm going to murder everyone on the planet and take over by force. I am going to murder a lot of people, but I am then going to re readjust the populace and make them yeah. believe in the word of the emperor and build monuments and statues and yada yada. So he was a fucking geriatric man in, in, the, in the fast lane. Like, he yeah. was going forty.
0: Yeah, cause his problem is he wants to convert the entire planet to Emperor Worship and that takes time. Instead of just raising the whole thing to the ground and being like, yep, that's the Emperor's now. Let's reseed it.
1: I think he was the slowest of the Primarchs when it came to worlds. I think you're right, yeah. I, th- I think I think he sense. was probably the slowest. I can't think of someone else who was slower at the moment. I mean shit, Kurz conquered on a budget. Um, the, it didn't work for very it didn't work for long, but he conquered on a budget. The lion and like Gilliman were just stomping through people.
0: Oh yeah, Gilliman was probably real quick, real efficient.
1: Yeah, and also he, I think Gilliman already had like a hundred worlds done in the Ultramar system by the time the Emperor even found him. Damn! Yeah. Because he's Gilliman, and mm-hmm. Gilliman has the greatest taxes known to man. Stupid Boy Scout. Stupid blue Gilliman with his. Stupid a little, little blue, blue bitch.
0: I only like Gilliman when he wakes up with ultra depression and has an interesting story.
1: I think Gilliman being a being kind of a a shitter earlier is a. It's kind of funny though; it adds a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, I Shai said uh, alongside Dorn and Gilliman, well, Lorgar was one of the rare conquerors who left the conquered place in a better state than before the conquest. But we ain't about quality here, boy. We're about quantity roll out them virus bombs.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, brother. (laughs) Dorn and Gilliman would take the place and they would turn it into a goddamn, uh, a real functioning planet. Lorgar turned it into a faithfully functioning planet. But that would take double the time.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Because telling you to go pick up that box is easy. Telling you to abandon your prior uh, religious beliefs and believe in one god emperor is a little harder. Yeah, just a little bit. So Lorgar, not being too great at his job, ended up with a, uh, you know, you know, here's the interesting thing. It took like a hundred years of this Great Crusade. Like a hundred years, I think, Mm -hmm. of of this Great Crusade before the raising of Monarchia. So either the Emperor, because the Emperor had to have known that he was doing what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. But I, I bet he would have turned a fucking eye to it kind of like how he turned a blind eye to the way Kurz did his stuff but it was because he was so slow you know
0: what's strange to me is like at no point in that hundred years like after maybe like ten Biggie wouldn't go to Lorgar and be like hey buddy look really appreciate what you're doing but uh, you got to pick up the pace bud instead of just like oh it's been a hundred years hey Lorgar I despise everything that you're doing goodbye, monarchia, snap, and then just burn it all to the ground. Like, there was never a point where he was like, hey, Lord, our buddy, maybe maybe cut back on the religious stuff, maybe pick up the pace a little bit. You don't have to convert everybody to worshipping me, which I don't think you should do anyway. He just, yeah, I'm here to burn your, everything you've ever loved and known to the ground.
1: Well, if, uh, if he did that, what would that make the emperor?
0: That'd make him a good dad, wouldn't and it? And
1: we know he ain't that. Ooh, also, bad, ten years is not a whole lot long, like, not a lot of time when it comes to conquering planets.
0: It's true, but t- it's some smaller interval of time than a
1: hundred years.
0: He lets this go on for a hundred years before he's like, he shows up and he's like, yeah, you've been doing it wrong all this time.
1: I do wonder if he was, say, distracted as it, or was busy finding the other suns. Or if at the, or if at the time he was dealing with other issues. I have no idea. Probably not. Um, but yeah, his decision to punish Lorgar for what he's doing by burning down Jerusalem from yeah. the sky with the Ultramarine Legion and then forcing them to psychically kneel in front of him maybe wasn't the best idea.
0: Yeah, I uh, I remember that part in the book. Because for some reason, I, I remember you talking about it. And I I... I... In my head, I was just like, oh, yeah, if the Emperor showed up, Lorgar and the word bearers, they would just kneel. You know, it's fine. And then the book, it was like, yeah, they were psychically forced to kneel. And it was like, this this is not obedience. Or, like, this isn't uh, worship. This is slavery. And it's like, oh, God.
1: Oh, God. He literally just said the word Lorgar three times with like his mind. And it would, and it sent all the word bearers to their, their knees. Like, yeah. Not just to their knees, but like, it like launched them to the ground. It was a genuine wave of a psychic blast that that knocked him over. Yep. Here's Lorgar. Lorgar. He just keeps yelling, "Lorgar!" Thump. Everybody do the flop. Boom.
0: Damn, that's an old reference. Holy shit. <laughs> that's
1: actually that's actually not a bad one for this one. <laughs> yeah. It's just just the entire hundred thousand word bearers and Lorgar. Everyone do the flop. The flop. Boom.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what he psychically sent out to all of the word bearers. Do you hear
1: that, brother?
0: <laughs> Everybody do
1: they all this like <laughs> land on their backs. Yeah. Just the sound of a hundred thousand clanging ceramite. <laughs> um but so yes, the raising of Monarchia was in the book. We'll talk about that at the book club. Yeah. Um this of course is followed by Erebus and Corferon convincing Lorgar. And you know, convincing, I guess, but at the same time, I think Lorgar would have eventually gone down this path anyway.
0: Mm,
1: yeah. Con- considering what he was doing and dealing with, yeah, because they basically just said like, yeah, I mean, perhaps the just because the emperor is a god doesn't mean that he is god worthy of worship. Maybe he might just because like, oh, it, uh, uh, like the uh, the divinity is worth worshipping simply because it is divine, whereas that's the prop like that isn't what it should be, yada yada. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, naturally, it's the concept of. I actually really like how they discuss religion, especially him and Magnus. Um, remember, in a, in a live stream we did a little bit ago, I was like, uh, "There's there's always the touchy topic of a uh, female Space Marines," and I was uh, like, yes. "I was like, you know, you know, if they wanted to make one of the two fake the one of the two destroyed legions, one of those, like, I probably I probably wouldn't mind. Like, it's like whatever." Yeah, but true. then I then I heard Magnus and Lorgar being like, "Yeah, what about our two other brothers that got." purged and i'm like ah damn it
0: yeah well they could very easily go back and retcon that and just be like oh yeah they just they just didn't know they they were just assuming you know stupid no, no i think assuming things yeah i think
1: they do know don't they because they had some shockingly decent talk about like the two destroyed legions and yeah, even lorgar was about to mention something and magnus was like hey we don't A, talk
0: about it we don't we
1: don't talk about bruno <laughs> no
0: no no
1: I'm sure we're gonna have a, a very, a very uh very calm comment section.
0: Oh, um, yeah, sure,
1: sure. Naturally. But uh that that being aside, yeah, it was interesting the idea of like Lorgar, you don't want to be the third now, do you? Yeah, you, know, you don't want to be number three because you were kept defying the emperor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like their talk about the pilgrimage. You know, the, the pilgrimage is just it's what the religious people did, they found their anything or whatever
0: yeah they found their faith
1: yeah and and this time it was the pilgrimage into the warp which goes as expected
0: yeah it sure does (laughs) it goes about as uh, yeah it goes about as shit to the wall as it can possibly go
1: it really do we'll discuss this in the book club but the pilgrimage happens lorgar finds out that there are the chaos gods Erebus is like, check out the chaos gods. Corferon's like, wow, the chaos gods. Lorgar's like, okay, holy shit, the chaos gods. I he found learns... my gods.
0: I found the thing I want to worship. They do exist. Hooray. They do
1: exist. He learns about Sladesh. He learns about the fall of the Eldar. Mm-hmm. He learns yep. about all those major visions. He talks with Maggie again when Maggie is not doing hot. Um... <laughs>
0: maggie just was very hot as you know prospero burned yeah
1: burned to fucking (laughs) grounds
0: literally hot
1: uh so you know things were rough and lorgar was gone for what was like 43 years in the warp or something which was actually like not that long at all yeah it was
0: some 40 odd years yeah
1: Yeah, it was he was he was out there so he finally comes back he arrives and he's like i have determined that there are gods worthy of worship and that the chaos gods are not innately heaven or hell but it is a fluid motion it is heaven and hell the chaos gods need humanity to um to prosper and it is in fact not their goal to consume us but in fact to have a sympathetic combination to be together to be one the materium and the immaterium
0: well, that's essentially what, what the uh, primordial truth is, right? Is that one leads to the other, and it's almost a symbiotic relationship where uh, to make the immaterium, you need the... Ma- you like to make the immaterial world, you need the material world, and the material world needs a- it's, it's that whole shtick or something uh, well, like
1: that? I think it's also the existence of the Chaos Gods as well. Like The primordial yeah. truth is just like this this the this is the warp these are the chaos gods heaven hell like oh yeah 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 it's the truth, yeah. which is the um I like that picture Should I just posted it where it's like, read bitch read
0: <laughs> that is that is a picture and a half yeah that's fair
1: um however, like it goes back to the the biggest and most famous quote by Lorgar, which is the opening lines of the book of Lorgar, which is what he writes after his pilgrimage, which is all I ever wanted was the truth. Remember those words as you read the ones that follow. I never set out to topple my father's kingdom of lies from a sense of misplaced pride. I never wanted to bleed the species to its marrow, reaving half the galaxy clean of human life in this bitter crusade. I never desired any of this, though I know the reasons for which it must be done. But all I ever wanted was the truth. Damn. So that's all he wanted. So that's that, Which is, after reading the book, I believe him.
0: You Dude, know, that's, like like that's all it. he
1: wanted was to know these gods exist. Yeah, this his, is a thing.
0: His whole thing was he just wanted to know like if if the gods existed, who they were and like, you know, cuz he's, he's 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 so religious. He need he like it felt like Lorgar needed something to worship. Like he could not live in a world where there was not a deity for him to worship. And he, he just, he wanted to know the truth. Are they out there? Are they not? Is there something to worship? Is there something greater than us? And yeah, that's, that, that, that is a very Lorgar quote. Holy shit.
1: It makes me like, so, so, I've determined the fact that I think Lorgar, I like Lorgar and I also fucking hate Lorgar. Agreed. I, I am I, stuck I can, in between. with that, yeah. Also, why does
0: that drawing of Lorgar look like Handsome Squidward?
1: because he because he looks like handsome squidward. He, he just... does. Wait, did you make a SpongeBob reference?
0: Yeah, I knew I I've I've know, I've I've seen the handsome squidward memes. I have seen those May Mays.
1: Okay, well you had to ruin it like that, but you know yeah, it. Yeah, 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 All right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, does. He, do- he does. I know he does. Um I actually really like this one image of Lorgar. Uh it's a fan drawn version of him, but I think it, it's probably the the one I like the most. Uh, mainly because it not only does it make him look fucking awesome, um, but it also kind of gives him a little bit more of like that. Uh, I think this artist draws the characters a little bit closer to like the ethnicity they're based around.
0: Yeah, he looks great in that picture. Also, his armor is so sick that yeah. it has like this the, the 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 upper half of the skeleton on it. That's so cool. And his 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 cudgel looks amazing.
1: His uh his cudgel.
0: Yeah, the, the big mace thing. Oh,
1: his Crozius.
0: Yeah, yeah, crozius. That's the word I was looking for.
1: Cudgel sounds like a sex toy.
0: A cu- isn't a cudgel just like a big hammer? Like a big like mace hammer type it's deal? It's
1: a sex toy now. Okay. <laughs> anywho. <laughs> um anywho, yeah, Moving I of I right along. I kinda I kinda hate Lorgar, but I kinda like him. Uh I I kinda believe him. Sometimes when he speaks to his sons like, like he's definitely got mm. the preachers the piousness he he sometimes genuinely seems like he gives a shit about his sons yeah he does he's also kind of selfish and it, sometimes he like to fu- he knew exactly what the fuck was gonna happen to argel Tal.
0: oh yeah i i th- he even kind of tells Argyll Tal that doesn't he where he was like uh, Ar Argil Tal was like, you knew it was going to happen when we went
1: into the void, didn't you? And he's like, well,
0: I mean, I didn't know exactly, but I had a good idea of what was going to happen to you. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of sacrificing you, you know. Yeah. Like I was I was kind of sending you to your doom, and I, and I knew it. Sorry. Yeah,
0: and, there, and there are other times where, like, uh, you know, a couple word bearers will die, and he'll seem like he's just in terrible grief over it. And it's like, make up your mind, Lorgar. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs>
1: I, yeah, because, like, the monarchia thing, he he really finds the the value of faith to be genuinely important.
0: Oh, yeah, like, absolutely.
1: Not just because he's a zealotist crazy man, um, <laughs> but because he, I think he's right. The, the human desire for faith is a very important aspect, and nothing does bind people as easily as that does. And, you know, like, I, I believe him on that stuff. I sure. also believe him when he says he's not a soldier. I believe him when he says he's he doesn't want to, to be like a conqueror. He wants to write and and be a you know be a philosopher and and be a be a priest and have sermons. Like I, I believe him. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. He is, uh, he
0: is not as quick to violence as some of the other primarchs are. He's not as quick to just like immediately squash you with his bare hands or something. I mean, he has that power and he is that intimidating, but it's not like he just. It's not like his first answer is like, I'm just going to wring your neck out.
1: Which is also interesting because he can flip on a hair. I remember there's the part in the book when he was he was telling the custodians to leave him be as he addresses his sons. And he's being okay. very... And he's he's got that, that smile on his face. He's got his hands clasped. And he's like, well, you know, this is a very important thing for me and my sons. We would appreciate the privacy. And they kept saying no. And he's like, I see. This is why you are made in a test tube as a genetic, like, fucking abortion, and I would not piss on you if you were on fire. Actual words said by Lorgar.
0: Yeah, he he legitimately calls the custodians genetic abortions that were made in test tubes. It's, it's
1: like, like, whoa, Lorgar spitting fire fire? Damn! It, it, it was so bizarre to hear Lorgar, Primarch of the Wordbearers say, I would not piss on you even if you were on fire.
0: Yeah, to a custodian. Like, holy shit.
1: And then, and then he tells everyone to point their guns at them and makes them leave. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just it, like, it, it's how quick he, he puts on a face. He puts on this, uh, this like divine kind of uh guys but that that guy is, is quickly shattered when he doesn't get what he wants
0: yeah definitely. He,
1: he's uh he, he's very much okay that last picture shy posted makes him look like a porn star look at that fucking face
0: look, <laughs> yeah it kind of does a little bit he he's got them hungry eyes
1: hungry eyes those
0: eyes are hungry
1: um but yeah so he's He's so self absorbed, but also, I I do believe he does care about other people. He's shown the most compassion out of any of the Primarchs I've read about. Besides maybe. (laughs) No, besides maybe like. Magnus does a pretty good job, I'd say. And Sanguinius. Sanguinius is pretty wonderful, but. um, Poor
0: Sanguinius.
1: Poor Sanguinius. But, like, despite all, he's. That first, like, third of the book, his word bearers are pretty decent people. They're like going oh, yeah. around to the populace, like, giving their faith scrolls and blessing them, and they're always like, oh, thank you, great angel. Yeah. Uh, and com- oh, you yeah, know, yeah. contrast that with the marches on the stromo.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a Ooh. difference. Ooh, yeah. A little, little difference. Yeah, sure.
1: Ooh. So, anyway, the pilgrimage ends, uh, and then after the pilgrimage and his time away, it then comes the major sections of the Horus heresy. Mm-hmm. Um, you now, during, of course... I'm not sure if it was during this time or after, but Erebus eventually does shank Horus with, like... Or Horus gets shanked by the fancy anathema dagger and gives him... Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Erebus helps save him, which gives him the Visions of Chaos and slowly starts corrupting him, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time Horus has that happening and the heresy erupts, like, Lorgar is already... The word bearers are already full stop fucking traitor. Oh,
0: yeah. I would imagine... By this point, yeah, they're already full-stop traitor, and they're worshipping what they assume are the old gods, the old ways uh, that they learned about on cultures. Um, Yeah, Hor-
1: Horus and, is not it, the first heretic. The first heretic is... Is... Huh, Lorgar. 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 Yep,
0: yep. He is the first heretic,
1: yeah. That's why Lorgar, it's like, everything is Lorgar's fault. It's not the worst statement.
0: I mean, that's true. I guess if Lorgar was not as keen to sort of find faith and religion and something
1: to worship.
0: I mean, I guess the Chaos Gods probably would have been found out eventually. Definitely
1: know. by Magnus, who was already kind of having problems with Zinch.
0: Well, that's fair, actually. That's true. Because that's happening around this time, too, isn't it? Yeah.
1: It, there, there's. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's a lot of moving parts, but Lorgar was already in cahoots with Chaos far before the Horus Heresy erupted. Mm-hmm. But the Horus Heresy did, in fact, erupt. They virus-bombed Isvan III... They culled their own ranks of the loyalist versions. They did the drop site massacre as well, you know, all that fun stuff. And the drop site massacre, the big fight that was going on was uh, good old him versus Corvus Korax, the Raven. Corvus Korax, yep. So the fight that ensued on Isvan 5 was was, qu- was quite the something um <laughs> quite was,
0: something yeah yeah
1: it was quite the something uh as they were having their their major battles and the like uh the main well okay I, i'm i'm skipping something for uh in a for a bit uh i believe that this is post is this post the um no yes yeah, so, so the sorry it, it would be the the fight of kalth would be first which i believe is the uh nusaria and, and the Kalth and the Shadow Crusade, which is all of the shit in goddamn Now damn it, now God damn it, Horace Heresy. <laughs> You're fucking difficult to figure out. I, I'm trying to figure out if the Kalth stuff happened before the drop site massacre or after. I think it happens after. Yeah, it's a it's after. Okay, yeah, it's after. Okay, 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 okay. Cool. I was right. It goes, it's, okay. It's the pilgrimage of Lorgar, then the Isfon Three virus bombing, the Dropsite Massacre, and then after that, it's um, the Battle of Kalth and the Shadow Crusade. Okay.
0: Okay. 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 We're back on the timeline.
1: We're back on timeline. I got I got it back. All right. So in the Dropsite Massacre, you have the, the clash of the Raven and the Urizen, him being the Urizen. Mm-hmm. Um, this was interesting as Lorgar and Corvus Korax start going at blows with each other. Um, and, uh, Argel Tall was also along with his, uh, his special group of people, the, the Gal Vorback were fighting, ah, yeah. were fighting the, uh, the Raven, the Raven Guard and Lorgar was fight or yeah, Lorgar was fighting the Raven Guard and, you know, naturally, uh, the Raven was fighting Argel Tall mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Corvus Corax fighting Argel Tall is a, is a swift grave uh for Argel Tal. Yeah, I was going to so, say that
0: is a that's a big mismatch, so I got to assume Argel Tal unfortunately does bite the dust.
1: Uh new. No. Uh Argel Tal may not be a guy in uh in 40K, but uh which means he definitely dies at some point during the heresy, but I'm not telling you when.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. I, so he so Corvus Quarks doesn't kill him, huh?
1: No, I know when Argel Tal dies and Oh boy. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> we'll get to that in, in if we ever end up reading that book. Oh. Okay. Um, okay, but in one
0: of the other books, gotcha.
1: In order to save uh in order to save Argel Tal from the Raven, him and Lorgar, or Raven and Lorgar fight. Uh they have their big old duel, because they have all these Primarch duels down there. You know, you had Fulgrim sure. and Ferris Manus, which ended mm-hmm. up with Ferris mass Dying. Um Lorgar is not a fighter. He's still a Primarch, but he is not a fighter. Uh, however, he finally was able to break out his psychic potential that he's always had, but never had a good ability to manifest. And by finally using it, but in order to save Argel Tal, he screamed out the psychic energy from his mind, where he had like wings of psychic fire, actual Whoa. wings, and just his entire body was like haloed by trails of psychic fucking strength. I think he actually Hell had yeah. a. I think he actually had a halo, which is hilarious to me. But oh. <laughs> um, regardless, that sounds
0: so badass! Holy shit!
1: Yeah, wings, Lorgard's. fire,
0: psychic trail, and a crazy halo. Let's go!
1: So it was Lorgar's actual psychic wings versus Corvus Korak's giant metal uh, wings of like jetpacks, mm. and so they they fight each other. Uh, this unfortunately. ...does indeed uh, mean that Lorgar is still, despite this all, not a fighter. So Korax decides to kind of body him...
0: Ooh, as, as, no. he is, ...as he
1: is the Raven Lord. He is like a master of assassination and yeah. and murder. So he decides to uh, shove his giant clawed talons into his stomach.
0: Oh, no!
1: Oh,
0: oh Lorgar, no!
1: And, uh, as, it, as he dropped his, his croziest mace through it, and he... Lorgar would headbutt Korax's face, shattering his nose, but he wouldn't let go. And he kept headbutting him, breaking up his face, but he would not let go. And eventually, Korax Jeez. ripped out his fucking uh, blades from his body, doing far more damage than the initial impaling
0: oh, did. Okay, okay.
1: So Lorgar's stomach is like a hole, like full, like four giant serrated holes.
0: Oh, Lorgar!
1: And as uh, Korax went to go slice him dead, uh, a different piece of metal caught his uh, remaining talon instead. And uh, Korax looked to his side and saw a man known as Conrad Kurz.
0: Oh, who okay. who, s- who
1: saved Lorgar's life?
0: Let's go, Kurz.
1: And uh, and Kurz grabbed onto his uh, Korax's wrist and wouldn't let him go, uh-huh. a- in order to try to kill Lorgar. So eventually, um, Korax just fired his jetpack and flew away. Oh, okay. uh, and naturally, Kurz laughed his ass off at the naturally, sky because sure. he's insane. Um,
0: (laughs) no not curse he's not insane what no no no
1: No. not at all
0: totally in his right mind
1: (laughs) yeah he went to and said this is the last time I'm ever going to save your life like he looked at all of his possessed fucking word bearers near him Mm -hmm. all of his like half demon infested fucking word bearers and was like curse looked at him and was like you disgust me (laughs) you are you are not not only are you foul but you are rancid with corruption Damn. I, like, you are, like, Conrad Curz. looked to, to Lorgar, who is missing multiple sections of his stomach, and he's like, I hate you.
0: You're gross. You're
1: You icky. are gross.
0: Imagine Curz of all people, like, yeah, you're disgusting. Gross.
1: So. Everybody gets I, one. Everyone gets one. So, <laughs> so after that. Uh they he they have a couple moments of uh he speaks to Magnus for a bit, learning more uh chaos, primal truth, etc. There is uh the Battle of Kalth, which we covered pretty extensively in the Angron and Ultra Marine episodes. Mm-hmm. Because this is when uh they fight Gilliman and Gilliman eventually punches Angron so hard one of his Old slave skulls falls off, and oh, and Gilliman yeah. crushes it under his foot, and Angron mm-hmm. goes ballistic. Goes crazy, yep. And so this is when Lorgar starts chanting in the chaos world, um, because the two of them are buddies, or they sure seemed like they were buddies, mm-hmm. because then, you know, Angron was fighting Gilman, was probably going to die.
0: Lorgar saves him.
1: Saves him. The World Eater's librarians were trying to remove Angron's soul from his body in an attempt to save his life from the Butcher Nails. But yeah. Lorgar, being Lorgar, was like, I want to make him a big demon.
0: <laughs> wow, that's such a Lorgar thing to do. Oh, Lorgar.
1: Oh, that Lorgar. Opened the sky <laughs> up, it started raining blood. Fucking transforms Angron into a giant demon, like the last thing you would have wanted. He just wanted to die. Yep. He just wanted to die. He
0: just wanted a swift end.
1: If if you're a World Eaters fan, I feel like you want to you fucking hate goddamn the Lorgar for what he, what the, he did to your Primarch.
0: Yeah, but hey, look at look at the mini now, huh? The mini is very cool. The new uh, Angron mini with the his min- ripped bicep wings.
1: Yeah. The, the mini is very cool. I will I will it's give you that. Super slick. Um, but that of course. Battle of Kalth, they eventually bail after destroying a shitload of the, uh, ultramarine stuff. The Fidelis-Lex ship burns to the ground. We've all, we've covered a lot of this stuff in all the ultramarine episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and really, eventually, Anger, or he, uh, Lorgar attempted to usurp Horus. Uh, wow,
0: really? Lorgar attempted to usurp-, usurp Horus?
1: Yeah, he thought that Horus would eventually lead to the, uh, death of the, uh, Death of the of the heresy because Lorgar was unfit, so he hmm. tried to usurp him, but he was betrayed, and then Horus beat him to an inch of his life and was like, "Fuck off."
0: Yeah, I imagine in a fight, Horus would absolutely body Lorgar; like it wouldn't even be a, even remotely a contest.
1: Lorgar does not win many Primarch fights, for he is not a, a fighter. He is a yeah. he is a philosopher,
0: and Horus is the fucking War Master.
1: He is the guy, and he's also pretty jacked on Chaos right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, I guess Horus is kind of jacked on Chaos at this point. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: I'm sorry. What is this, Shy? Being demon sucks, but hey, being dead like Sanguinius is better. Am I right, Blood Angels fans? Because Sanguinius is dead. Remember how he died from death? Remember how he's dead?
0: Oh, man. But uh, but I I like Sanguinius. Well, he's dead. I guess the Blood Angels are far more interesting for having endured the death of Sanguinius than if he had survived and they were just like, oh yeah, we're all just so cool, beep beep boop. You know, I guess That's they're better off. Board.
1: Like Ultramarines.
0: Exactly. They'd just be like Ultramarines light if uh, Sanguinius was still around. I guess.
1: That's the reason why I like the Night Lords so much. Conrad Kerr's being alive really takes away from the intrigue of the Legion.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um anywho you know the the heresy itself occurs they fail obviously uh the word bearers are barely at all present at the uh, at the actual battle for uh, terra mhm they, they they're actually, actually they're they're yeah they're they're barely there at all um they have a, they have one group i think it's because he tried to usurp horus wow
0: oh so so Lorga tried to usurp horus during the during them trying to take over
1: terra no, before that. Uh, but oh, okay. he wasn't at he wasn't at the battle for Terra because he was fighting the Ultramarines in the Shadow Crusade. Right, but I, right. I do believe there was a chunk of Warbearers that went to go fight in the Battle of Terra. But like it's like not many. I think it was only oh, like, okay. maybe five thousand of them. I, I can't quite remember the exact number. Yeah. But yeah, the there rest of them were fighting. Terror. That's not a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the rest of them were keeping the Ultramarines busy in the Shadow Crusade because the Ultramarines had the large one of the largest. Goddamn oh yeah! If you can keep the
0: Ultramarines busy, yeah, you definitely don't want them getting into that fight, if at all possible.
1: So that was his job. They fail, obviously, at the Horus okay. Heresy, and then Lorgar runs away into the warp, as with most of the other people. He spends—he's yeah. uh, trying his best. I believe he is a demon Primarch now, just like the rest. Um, oh, is he actually a demon Primarch? I think he's got these like big ass horns on his head now and, and the like. Is there a mini or a picture of him as a demon primarch? Because I don't know that I've ever
0: seen his, uh, demon form.
1: Not a good, no, no mini, um, but not a good image of him as a demon primark. I think it's just, he looks like a, he's got like four he- horns on his head. I think, actually, I think this is him.
0: So does Lorgar need a mini? Does, um, does he need a de- oh.
1: I believe that if you, he would be one of the many demon primarchs, much like Perturabo, that would, uh. He'd need a new updated mini. He would need he would need an actual like demon primark mini if you wanted to play him in forty k instead of thirty k. Ooh, that I mean, his, that form looks pretty cool. It's all right. I don't it's, like. It's all right. I, I prefer his bald ass head.
0: I I kind of like that his horns basically form like a crown on his head.
1: Yeah, yeah a little bit. He's he's pretty he's pretty classic. There's some artist renditions. That's one that shy I think just posted.
0: You know, there's nothing wrong with the art that Tried just post, but I, I kind of don't like it. It's almost too much, even too spi- like by too spiky. standard. Yeah,
1: yeah, too spiky, too much, too much I, shit going I, on. I,
0: I like the ones you posted a lot better. That is one is that, yeah, a little too much, a little too much going on on that one.
1: I think the ones I posted, I I believe are are canon. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um I think it's hard with art. There's so much fan art of, of these kinds of stuff. Oh sure, sure. Um, but uh, he has ascended to an extent, but at the same time, uh, this is kind of when Corvus Korax <laughs> fought him once mm-hmm. and, and said something on the lines of, I've got a taste for your blood now, Lorgar. I know where to find you. <laughs> and I believe for the next 9,000 years, he's been hiding away in his castle like, God damn it, this fucking bird outside.
0: Uh, okay, that that's where that meme comes from, is uh, be, because Corvus Korax fought him and got a taste for his blood, he's sort of got like this uh internal tracking on him eh not not, not quite I'm, oh. I'm
1: i'm i'm very much uh, paraphrasing this kind of thing oh okay okay uh it's 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 funnier to imagine him in a big tower being caught at by a bird um <laughs> he is he is no he is no longer being caught at if that's to make sense he, he is back out and about um recently i believe it was in the last codex edition he was said that he is back out leading the word bearers across the galaxy causing havoc again
0: hooray Um, i get well i guess that's not a hooray but it's uh, not a hooray
1: He, he is out of the warp um i think there's some question on whether or not corvus corax actually a demon a demon bird i thought he was just regular bird Um, but it's like a fan theory that he's Demon Bird because he spent so much time fucking around Lorgar in the goddamn, uh...
0: Oh, it's because he spent so much time in the warp trying to get Lorgar that he actually turned into a demon himself because... It's
1: assumed, assumed that that was the thing, but I think that's
0: fan theory. Oh, uh, Shai says, uh, Lorgar said, I sense no demon when he saw Korax, Literally.
1: Right. My question was that uh, in the beginning, like a thousand years after the heresy, or is that like year forty k? Because if he's been in the warp fucking around with Horus. Wait, Lorgar said, "I sensed no demon when he saw Korax, as in mutant Korax, as in Big Bird." Wait. So wait, if he said se- he senses no demon in, so Korax just got mutated into a big
0: bird, not by chaos and not as a demon. He just kind of.
1: Wait. Okay, back this up real quick.
0: I'm confused. I'm
1: okay. I, I think I think there's two things. So, Lorgar said that that uh, Corvus Korax has been massively mutated and fucked up by the warp. So he's like a big berm, but he's not like a demon such as Fulgrim or being taken over.
0: I mean, I I, I guess that makes sense because Korax isn't necessarily worshiping any of the gods. So it's not like he would get turned into a demon unlike that that fell under the jurisdiction of any one of them it's just warp fucky wucky messed him up a little bit and now he's just a weird big mutated bird
1: okay that that's that's what i thought was the case i guess i get confused between like warp fucked and demon because normally they go hand in hand that's Um, fair so so okay i thought that korax was indeed a big scary fuck off nevermore bird dude but when I say bird demon, I meant like, oh my god, it's giant and horrifying, and not like demon demon. Yeah. So he's not a demon, so to speak, but he's he just is a
0: mutated big monster bird.
1: And, and and it was constantly patrolling his tower until until now. Yeah. Um, okay. Now they're that's both out and about. The uh, but, but in the in the world of the Lorgar life, um, yeah, the pilgrimage of Lorgar is really the big thing—the burning of Monarchia and his horribly abusive childhood. Uh, which which makes a lot of sense now why he's the way he is.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, he hates Gilliman, obviously. There is. <laughs> no
0: surprise there, yeah, yeah.
1: There's a wonderful stratagem in the new book, the new Chaos book called Vengeance from Anarchia, which oh, is yeah. wonderful. Yep, if you fight uh, Ultramarines, you get a bunch of benefits.
0: Hell yeah, brother. My kid, very, that's my kind of bonus
1: hell yeah hell yeah brother well it, it works both ways the uh the, the factions that were on the dropside va- massacre have vengeance for isvan 5 where they get benefits ah. against the other people fair enough fair enough uh, but regardless yeah lorgar here is is currently in demon primarch mode um well, this actually had me looking up something about demons and demon primarchs. um Oh, yeah. Should I find the Korax Lorgar interaction if you want to post that? I actually have an interaction with him and Fulgrim that I really like to uh, post as well. Uh, but I'll do that in a, in a second. Um Korgar interaction, eh? Stop that, you. Um, Corvus Korgar? I was looking up what a demon prince was mm-hmm. because I was trying to figure out because we know that Argel Tal and some of the word bearers have like a symbiotic demon inside them. Oh, yeah, they've been uh, possessed, yeah. They've been, they've been somewhat possessed. Uh, we've Whoa! All... <laughs> Holy wall of text, Batman! Oh, God. Okay, I'll... <laughs> all right, I'll read that in a moment. Um, okay. But uh, there was also the Exalted, which was a possessed demon in the Night Lords trilogy.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I forgot about that.
1: But I was wondering, like... I know Fulgrim has his own problematic situation where he's kind of being possessed by a demon. But... Mm-hmm. Magnus and like Mortarium don't appear to be possessed by a demon,
0: but they that's are
1: true. demon primarchs.
0: Yeah, like they just sort of got the powers of chaos, and they haven't necessarily been possessed by it. They're still themselves. Yeah, that 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 that's that's a good point.
1: So I looked up what a demon prince was because a demon primarch is not a thing. It, they became demon princes, mm-hmm. uh, te- technically, but they're yeah. just very very big versions. So I looked up a demon prince. It says, a demon prince is a human champion of chaos who has been elevated to demonhood as a reward for their actions. So it appears that the demon prince is in fact an elevation, like it is turning you into a demon as opposed to oh. possessing your mind of a demon. right. So you, right, so right. you still are you, but you've like changed what you are as yeah, a material you, object.
0: Yeah, you've ascended into a demon instead of being possessed by a demon to get your powers.
1: Yeah, you've been you've been cre- like so. It makes sense because Magnus and Mortarian appear to still have their own free will. Well, yeah. air quotes, yeah, air quotes. There's no demon in their body like whispering into them and like holding yeah, yeah. them back. It seems that way. Whereas Fulgrim, he absolutely has that problem. Okay. um so i was curious about that because i was like it's it make not much sense if lorgar was being taken over by a demon mm-hmm. if when he's a demon primer because it's kind of not his shtick but i get yeah all right what is this um <clears throat> this is no demon lorgar raised his rod betting to the blood-stained whirlwind tearing through the last of the dark apostles warriors oh shit Jeez. come to me brother with the last flurry of activity that turned another legionary into shards of ceremony ribbons of flesh, the apparition coalesced into a recognizable figure. It was equal height to the demon primarch, clad in, oh, demon primarch, clad in black battle plate with long talon gauntlets. A pair of wings stretched from its ornate backpack fashioned as intricate metallic raven feathers. The face was as pale as snow. Gaunt with eyes as dark as coal, framed by shoulder-length black hair. What has happened to you, brother? I have ascended," said Lorgar. He indicated Korax with a twitch of his rod. I might ask the same of you. (laughs) I am what I have always been," said Korax. "I am vengeance incarnate. I am justice." He's Batman. Justice (laughs) delivered. This place beyond the veil has revealed what we all are. Underneath the veneer of humanity our father crafted for us, we are of the warp. Have you come to make oath to the powers that are your true creator? No. I swore to destroy all chaos tape from the galaxy. You will be the first fallen brother to die beneath my blades. I am not the creature you fought at Isvan, said Lorgar, raising his mace. Nor am I. It's pretty good. That's not bad. That's not that's bad. That's
0: pretty good. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good interaction. I like that.
1: Giant demon burb rolls up and he's like, I'm here to kill chaos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Plays Limp biscuit, walks off.
1: He actually says that. He's like, I'm here to kill chaos. So yeah, he, yeah. Oh
0: my God. I swore to destroy all chaos. Yeah. Yep.
1: So there's one final excerpt I want to read in Lorgar-based thing. Okay. Um, it's where he talks with Fulgrim. Now... I'm sure Shaw might know more about this than I do, and I'm sure the fans can tell me a little bit about this later. But there seems to be something involving a theater, because Lorgar is taken by Demon Snake Fulgrim to this fancy pantsy theater, and the theater is just filled row to row in seats of horrified, like dead people, caught oh. in, in in skeletons and bones and rotting f- and like flesh, all with like visages and and faces of, of sheer violence and terror
0: oh boy that that's a that's a chaos theater all right uh... <laughs> I, I don't
1: know much about Why? this theater i don't know what happened in this theater i don't know about this theater but it seems like it was a pretty goddamn important theater
0: that's where that's where chaos entities go to have a good time they want to see a show and uh you know relax a little bit that's some that's some harlequin oh. shit yeah that is indeed some harlequin shit Ugh.
1: so he's taken uh by demon fulgrim because good old uh lorgar wants to see, uh see his brother and oh. uh he said he always enjoyed flattery fulgrim smiled do you so quickly forget how he sneered at you lorgar Does his disregard slipping your memory so fast no, the word bear shook his head, as if reinforcing the Nile, but he had every right to think less of me, for I was never whole, not until now. The thing wearing Fulgrim's skin peeled back its lips in a smile the true Primarch would have never made. <laughs> you asked to see your brother, chosen one. Here he is. This is a painting. Do not mock me, demon. Not after we have at least reached an accord. Said so you asked to see your brother, you had lost. The smile didn't leave Fulgrim's face. I have upheld my end of our argument. It says, the painting, look deeper, look longer. It says he let his eyes slip across the image, seeking no details, merely drifting until it rested where they may. He met the image's soulfully rendered eyes, and at last Lorgar breathed the faintest of smiles. Hail, brother, he finally said as Fulgrim seems to be trapped inside this painting.
0: Damn. Well,
1: and the de- and the demon is just <coughs> wearing his skin.
0: That's, that's, oh boy, that's, 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 that's no good. That's mm-hmm. no good for Fulgrim.
1: That's, this, that sucks. Do you see, the demon at his side asked for a moment, for those three words, it wasn't Fulgrim's voice at all. I see it more than you realize, the wordbearer turned his face to his brother's captor. If you think to relish all of eternity while playing puppeteer to my brother's bones, you will find yourself fatally disappointed one night. The demon says, you speak the lies of a desperate and foolish soul. Lorgar laughed with a rare and sincere grin, perhaps the only expression that ever broke his resemblance to his father. Your secret is safe with me, demon. Enjoy your stewardship while it lasts. Damn.
0: So he's that's like a, he,
1: he literally uh, sees Fulgrim in the painting, and he's like, "Good job, buddy."
0: <laughs> that's a uh, that's a uh, that's that's that's. Uh, Shai said, "Spoiler alert: uh, Lorgar was right. Fulgrim did get. Oh, so Fulgrim does get his body back at some point."
1: Yeah, demon couldn't keep control of a demon of a fucking Primarch forever.
0: Yeah, uh, and I assume he still stays pretty chaos tainted and still worships uh, Slanoosh.
1: Yeah, I don't think I don't think Fulgrim has much of an option in this situation.
0: Damn, that sucks. Would well, but like, I mean, was Fulgrim like fully down with the that slanussi
1: I don't know. We haven't done a Fulgrim episode yet.
0: Fair play. I guess we. It's true. Sure, we haven't.
1: Also, to, to, that, to actually, piggyback too. on the spoiler, Lorgar was right meme. Uh, you know what was Lorgar's first ever major book?
0: No, I don't, actually.
1: It was something known as the... Scroll, 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 because I forgot to put it down in my notes. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> scroll, scroll, scroll. Scroll, <laughs> scroll, scroll, the, scroll. scroll. Divinatus. Gesundheit. Thank you. Rejoice, for I bring you glorious news. God walks among us. The first two lines of the list. Tictio Divinatus.
0: Did you do all of that just to make an Among Us joke, by the way?
1: Holy shit. I didn't even think about that.
0: <laughs> this is how much you've tainted me with all the Among Us shit and all the crewman stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. all I, Like, at first, you were reading it, and then I heard Among Us. I was like, oh, no. He's going to make a crewman joke. I, I, Emer- I Emergency meeting. Lord I Ar- didn't Lord, even all emergency. think. Is Lorgar venting?
1: I didn't even think of this one <laughs> you god subconsciously damn. do it now apparently you um, don't even know you're doing it god god damn um anyway, god, anyway uh yeah <laughs> that was the religious book of during the great crusade that that the emperor is a god uh, it was hated and destroyed by a lot of people, but then eventually, after the Horus Heresy, about 2,000 years after, it was then taken and it is now used as the fundamentals for the Imperial Creed. Wow. It is it is now the, the, the main... I don't think it's exactly the main book because they would never say that this one is the book. Oh, sure. But, you know, this is the main founding of the religious zealotry that yeah. we've... Or uh, ze- ze- zealous, Zealous? zealous. But regardless, yeah, Lorgar wi- like Lorgar wins. Yes. At the end of the day, the entire Imperium believe him to be a god. They ever be a god, which at this point he doesn't really care. It doesn't really him winning anymore cuz he doesn't give a shit. He cares about the demons instead. Yeah, cuz after everything that's happened, which is kind
0: of ironic that like it turns out that he was right, but in the state that he's in, he's in right now, they don't really fucking care. It doesn't mean anything to him.
1: Yeah, he's he, yeah. Yeah. He, it's interesting yeah Lor-
0: Lorgar is an interesting character
1: yeah Lorgar is an interesting
0: character Shai said hey Lorgar founded two religions and they're both super popular he's doing something right well <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess that's true I guess they are both popular but
1: Lorgar is a fucker yeah he
0: he f- he fucked around and found out
1: he really did yeah well I've got about that's about it for me We've, uh, we've had our discussion in terms of our LORGAR. LORGAR? I don't know if I like LORGAR or not.
0: Definitely an interesting story surrounding LORGAR, and he's definitely an interesting character. I don't know if I like him, but I like stories about him. They're interesting, they're... They're 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 pretty messy and yeah I I, I I think he's an interesting character to read about but I wouldn't say I'm like oh yeah I'm a big fan of Lorgar he's my favorite character ever oh what a good boy yeah Uh
1: yeah I think I think that he is um I think he's a shitter yeah, I, I a little bit I, I think he is a shitter and he has done shittery things uh but I get why he is the way he is. For the same reason why I understand why Angron is the way Angron is, yeah, his, Neither, his n-
0: upbringing had a lot to do with why he's such a shitter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ignoring the the decades of abuse, um, uh, by two dads.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh no, he did get totally abused by two separate dads. I hate it.
1: Like, like, it doesn't excuse his his faults, but at least there's a reason for it. At, at least with most of the traitor primarchs. They had a reason to be the shitters they were, even if they could have put aside their crap. Like Angron, maybe didn't need to kill all of his own men out of an angry rage, like a tantrum. But yeah, you know, <laughs> Angron was still not the greatest guy. Yeah. You, you know, you know what the butcher's nails actually is? It's just a oh. constant loop of Versace Bedwin being played over and over again in his uh, oh, in his minds.
0: That's yeah. I've got silver in my fingers and boots on my feet.
1: My feet.
0: My feet. I'm, oh, I'm I'm about man. to have
1: an aneurysm is what I'm about to have.
0: <laughs> you don't don't lie. You've been listening to that on repeat ad nauseum for the for like the last week, haven't you?
1: Do you know how like that that one minute? I will never get that one minute back. No, none of us will. And none of us will get this hour and fifteen minutes back either. Shy, pay, take out a gun, shoot me and D.K. in the head, and then get him, the
0: whoa sun. whoa whoa no whoa hey whoa hey. Um-